excited to get to connect with Courtney and have her share a little bit about her expertise. So Courtney Elko is a business and marketing coach and host of the Go Live Your Story podcast. She has 20 years of storytelling and content creation experience as a formal journalist and believes your story is your superpower. Courtney helps her clients to infuse storytelling in all aspects of their business, and she's on a mission to empower female entrepreneurs with the power of storytelling. She wants everyone to share their truest self in order to create an online presence and business that brings authentic connection. Courtney, I am so excited to have you here, and this resonates so much with what I've been thinking about implementing in my own business lately, so I can't wait to have this conversation with you. Yes. Thank you so much for being here. Or- <laughs> thank you for having me. <laughs> I'm See, here. I'm already in, po- I'm in podcast host mode. <laughs> I am a guest. Thank you for having me here today. <laughs> Welcome to a Friday, yes. my friend. Yes. <laughs> Man, man. Well, Courtney, I would love for you to just give us in your own words, kind of, I just read your bio, but coming from you, you know, how did you get here and really what has been your journey to doing this for business owners? Yeah, yeah. So I've been a storyteller all of my life, basically. I got my first like little journal diary with a little key and lock and key on it when I was probably in like third grade. And I feel like from that point forward is I became a storyteller and it took me a minute in college to figure that one out. I didn't, once I realized that I was a storyteller in college, everything became easier, but it took me a minute to find that. And I went into journalism and started in news, news websites, newspapers. And then after a couple of layoffs in the news industry, I transitioned into the travel space. And my last like corporate full-time job was at a family travel website pre-pandemic. But as we all know, many of us were laid off in the pandemic. And that was my third layoff from being in the industry, my chosen industry. And I decided that was enough. Not enough was enough. And it was time to start my other dream, which was to, to own a business. So you were writing your own story in all of this. Oh, yes and no. (laughs) Actually, (laughs) I didn't start writing. Yes, I was writing in my little diary and in my journal probably until I was in my 20s. But then when I started in news and travel writing, I stopped writing about my own story. And I was sharing about other people's stories. I was sharing about other people's businesses and the news for the day. And I kind of forgot how to talk about myself and share my own stories. So then when I got into business and found the coaching space, I realized that my ability of storytelling, my gift of storytelling is great, but being able to share about yourself and share your own stories is like a whole nother level. And I feel like that's what business owners miss and forget sometimes. So I had to relearn it for myself and I am a writer. So to to realize that I'm like, wait, I know how to do this, but I'm not sharing about myself. But entrepreneurship is very different from the corporate space and sharing about yourself and building a personal brand is so much more important than just speaking at people about what they need to know. So I had to relearn that for for myself. And now I coach my clients on, on the same I think that's so important. And I literally was having a conversation with someone this morning saying that I, you know, something that's happened in my business lately is I'm going 
going to talk great about us. We give great results, great deliverables. People come to us for the results and deliverables that we provide. But lately, that has kind of led to clients who may not be the most aligned on the values and personality side. And I think as business owners, you know, our listeners are probably growing and scaling what I like to call these like luxury level businesses. Like you want clients who you connect with so wholeheartedly and you want to run a business that fits into your lifestyle. Yeah, we're here to make money, but we're not just here to make money type thing. And I literally said to someone this morning, I was like, I really want to start focusing more In this instance, it was like talking about myself and organic kind of content because I have found that that's the way that people understand who I am. They come into my firm if they've known me, know my story and what I believe. They're so much more aligned from a personal perspective, and that just makes it 10 times easier to work with. So I love what you're saying, and I I think that's so true. So for business owners who are like, where do I even get started in all of this? What do you say? Yeah. Well, I guess I would start by sharing about your whole self on your Instagram, in your emails, wherever you communicate with with your clients or your potential clients. Don't only talk about business. Don't only talk about your zone of genius. Don't only give educational tips or 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 client results. Or if you do give tips and client results, Tell, tell the story behind that and how you got there. And also sharing about your own struggle, I think, is very important. Not just saying, look how great I am. Look at all of these results I have and not sharing that it sucked a couple months ago, a couple years yeah. ago, whatever it was, and how you got there because that the relatability is in the messy story and the struggle of the story that you're sharing. When you just share the results, they're great, but to me, they're not, that's not a story. It's just a fact that you have these results. And I remember when I first was finding the coaching space and searching for my own coach, when I was first starting out, I was like coach shopping and looking around and I kept finding all of these, these great, I'm sure they were great coaches, but I immediately put them on a pedestal because they made so much money. They were perfect. They had all of these things. They did, they had all of these results. And I immediately was like, well, I can't work with her. She's like way too perfect. She has no problems. I have problems. (laughs) I have struggles. So I can't work with her. Like she's like too perfect. And I didn't end up working with a quote unquote perfect coach. I found the coach that talked about her $40,000 worth of debt and all of these struggles she had before she got to the other side in her business. But that's the coach I connected with because she shared about her actual story and her struggles. And that's who I ultimately bought from. I think that makes so much sense. And as we think about, you know, people don't necessarily want to work with people who they feel can't relate to them. Like you just said, if we think this person has never been through any problems, well, how are they going to navigate me through my problems if they've never been through that? And I think we all know the reality is like nobody's life is perfect. Nobody has a perfect business. You guys, my business is like, who it's it's stressful right now. I'm not even going to lie to you. There's a lot going on. And so I think I think you're totally right that people want to feel this sense of connection. When we think about what 
parts of our story to share and tell. I I think it's very important for us that we set boundaries about what we're comfortable talking about, what we're not comfortable talking about. Mm -hmm. What would you say are the things that are important for your audience to know about you and maybe where we should think about drawing boundaries in kind of, I I just want to be so sure that like we are aware that we're bringing ourselves into our business, but not too much to identify our worth in our business, right? So where are some of those boundaries that you like to draw or for different clients? Yeah. I've never thought about boundaries <laughs> when, it, when it comes to storytelling. Now, now that you say it, I'm, I don't, I probably need to find some <laughs> for myself, but yes, yeah, there are things that are just too personal that we don't want to share. And that's, Fine. You don't have to get into the nitty gritty of the details. If there's some sort of trauma or traumatic or drug um, story in your life, you don't have to give all of the teeny tiny details, but you could just state those things as facts. I had a rough childhood, blah, blah, blah type of thing. You don't have to get into crazy details if you don't want to. And I personally like to, I find the outlet that I feel most comfortable with sharing on first. So I'm a writer. So for me, writing out my story or the struggle or the messy thing, the vulnerable piece of content that I want to share, I'll write that out to my email list first. And it feels like I'm not really talking to anyone. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, of course, there's She's people. She's a diary. <laughs> exactly. It. Yes. There's people on my email list and I see them open and read and click through. But in my mind, I'm like, oh, I'm just writing this to a friend and it's fine. And it kind of just, I get it out once and then it's not so scary anymore. And it's like, oh, okay, well now I can talk about it on Instagram stories, make a reel about it, write a caption about it. It's not as scary because it's always that first time that we share something mm-hmm. that it may, might be a little more scary, but the more comfortable you get with sharing certain things, I think it does um, become more comfortable. And that doesn't answer your question about boundaries. <laughs> but I think just knowing well, yeah. knowing your own personal line of where, okay, I share this, but I don't share that. And I'm yeah. going to share about my behind the scenes of my life, not just my business, but I'm not going to talk about my marriage or my kids. Like you can put up those, those things. I have a client who she works in, with kids, with parents and with kids and talks about her own kids often on, on Instagram because what, she coaches on is relates to her own children but she has put up a boundary of never showing her kids faces on on instagram she's even given them pretend names that are really cute (laughs) and so and she doesn't use her own last name in certain places so just to give them a little bit of an an anonymity while also sharing about experiences so she's done a great job of being able to share personal experiences, but still keeping up that family boundary of, okay, well, you don't get to know everything about my family. Yeah. I think that's so important. And even just telling a story, but replacing like the who or telling like the high level journey. I'll do that a lot with clients. You know, obviously I see very personal things, financial details about clients' lives that are not things that are mine to share or even my life. I I have a family, right? There are things that we don't always want out in the world, but kind of, I think sharing high level, I think that's, you know, a great thing to share. So Courtney, for somebody 
And I will call myself out who has had a very average life sitting here being like, I am just not that special. Nothing that big or cool has happened to me. Just the most average vanilla human you've ever met. Where do we start finding these points that are like transitional in our business to explain relatable moments that will kind of strike a chord when we're just like, eh, I just kind of lived a normal life. Yes, yes. I, I That resonates with me because I feel like I am the same. <laughs> I would always like hear these people with these big stories and I'm like, I don't have any of that. Just the average. <laughs> like, I was, just, I was just checking boxes off for most, most yeah. of my life. Yeah. But it there, but we all do have stories. You just have to like maybe look a little deeper and realize that sometimes what you think might be boring or mundane or average is not and actually is a shareable moment. And I help my clients find what I call their transformational moments. So the transformational moment is, is a big or small moment, event in your life, something that happened to you or around you. Uh, I was laid off in the pandemic. That was the event, a transformational moment for me, but that's just like the event. It's not a full story. So then when you look at what was happening before that event and then what, how you got to the other side of being on the other side of that event, and ha- so then you have a beginning, middle and end to that event you have a full circle story from that one transformational moment. So I was laid off in the pandemic is the moment, but I was living an awesome life before that, working at my dream job as a travel writer and editor, laid off in the pandemic. But now I'm on the other side of that, the end, the full circle moment of that transformational moment is that I then started my my coaching business and found the coaching space. And now I'm living a new dream of running my own business. So it's finding those little nuggets of moments, those little events, and then seeing if you can make an actual full circle story about it. And they're not always linear, the the beginning, middle and end of that, because it's a very another smaller story of that, of how why I got into business. In fifth grade, I went to, what is that called? To take your daughter to work day <laughs> with, with my dad. And my dad is a business owner. He's a contractor. And I loved like following him around and he was shaking hands and seemed to know everyone. And I'm like, oh, I love that he's like the boss. Like, that's cool. Like, I want to be a business owner one day. And he was like, oh, yeah, like you could run my business someday if you wanted. He's an H- HVAC, air- heating and air conditioning. So that really wasn't my. <laughs> really, my no. <laughs> yeah, like, no thanks. <laughs> but I liked the idea of running a business. So that was in fifth grade. That was the moment then in fifth grade. So many years of life had happened, has happened since then. But that is a transformational moment that propelled me to want to be a business owner now in, in my 40s. <laughs> so yeah, and so they, the moment doesn't have to always be a linear moment. The story doesn't have to be a linear story. But going back to your past of picking out those little events. And then they're always happening going forward. You had a client that was transformational. You There was a big, big or small thing in your business that happened that was transformational. It's something that propelled you forward and caused a shift in your life. And that is the transformational moment that you can very often make a story, a story out of. So Courtney, when we are looking at these moments, we say, obviously it's impactful in my business, but how will sharing this with other people change my business or the way people view me when it was just maybe a small thing in my life? 
Yeah, yeah. Because it's what we said earlier, that it's you're connecting, you're resonating, that what your story, well, someone else has a very similar story, <laughs> I'm sure. We all have our own unique experiences, but they all connect. We, Someone else, uh, many other people have been laid off in, in their lives, I'm sure, from, from jobs. And many people started businesses in, in the pandemic. There's But my story is unique to me. So sharing my story is unique, but it's going to resonate with other people who might have had some sort of similar thing. And that will connect us and build a foundation of how we can then talk about all all the other things. It's that messaging that brings the value to to you you and your clients and your business. So, yeah. So I love that you mentioned that it's kind of all in the messaging of like how you frame this. Because I think it would be really easy for me to sit here and be like, I had the most average life ever. Okay, bye. Good to see you. <laughs> but there are also very little things that I can pull out and say, you know, oh, well, this changed this. And in the way that I'm messaging and framing this to my audience. So how do we kind of start to take these and frame them in a way that is that makes sense to our audience. Obviously, these instances make sense to us in the context they were in because it was our life. We lived it. But when we are portraying this message to our audience, what would you say is some really important things to think about? Yeah, I think knowing the value of your business and the message that you're saying. To me, value and messaging are kind of synonymous. They're the same thing. When you're giving out good messaging, you are translating the value that you bring to your business. I think knowing what the actual value is, whether it's in your actual business or a specific offer, how is this transforming my clients? How does this specific offer, this package, or my overall business transform my clients' businesses? What are my clients' lives? What is the value in that there is a value in, and I'm not talking monetary. <laughs> There's a value in everything that we do and put out in business. Every reel, every email we send, there should be an intention <laughs> behind every. We're not just making things to make things, but there's a message in every one of those. And what is that message that we are trying to convey the value of to our clients? Yeah. So Courtney, as you're saying this, you know, something that's popping into my mind is when we talk about these stories, should they be related to what we do and how we serve our clients? Or are they stories that may not have a direct parallel? So for me, should I dig into something financial that I learned and now that's helped me serve my client? Or can our story be something kind of unrelated and we find a way to make it relate to our clients. Both. <laughs> both. Absolutely both. I so I have my coaching business, but I also am a local pet sitter and dog walker. Totally unrelated to the coaching business. There's really not much <laughs> that that connects the two, but I always find correlations between between the two. Like I, and it gives me a way to create content with a dog in it just cuz that's cute. But the message will be related to to the coaching business or to messaging or storytelling. So I think it's finding finding the connection in a story see if okay, does the story have like can I segue this into what I'm selling or what I'm offering or how I'm serving? in the moment or is this just something fun that I want to share? There is absolutely nothing wrong with sharing something that you want to share, something that's on your heart or on your mind that you just want to communicate with to to your people, 
is it, it it works in the same way in the sense that people are getting to know who you are as a person and not just who you are as as a businesswoman they're getting a little behind the scenes when you do share something that is completely unrelated but fun fun to share with the pet sitting thing so i i probably share most about animals on my stories just because they disappear <laughs> I, I don't want to feed full of dogs and cats. But over the summer, I watched my nephew's little guppy fish that he had got to take home for the summer from school. And the fish was pregnant. <laughs> and I talked about it on my Instagram stories for like weeks. And people were obsessed with this story. My engagement was through the roof. It had absolutely nothing to do with my business. But every people were DMing me because we were all Googling like how how do guppies give birth? It was very fascinating. <laughs> and we were they're on- They're the ones, wait, they're the ones unrelated. They're the ones you have to like keep away from yes. their babies, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, oh, yes. see, I'm already interested in this. Right, yes. <laughs> when my sister-in-law handed, they were going on vacation. She's like, here, can you watch the fish for a week? I was like, sure, no problem. And she handed it off and she was like, so you might need to be a midwife. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? So it was a whole thing. And they're pregnant for a very long time, <laughs> which was so you had no idea. It ended up not giving birth when, when I had it. And it, it was pregnant for way longer than in the Google said it should have been. <laughs> But all of my people like totally just we were just bonding over something very random and it was fun and entertaining and had absolutely nothing to do with business. But I feel like that was OK. It was building my personal brand, sharing that, showing a different side of, of me. And it was just something fun. So I think you can do both of sharing those tying in your stories to a business thing, an offer or a tip or serving your audience. And then sometimes just share, <laughs> share what's on your heart. Yeah. I love that. And I think a lot of times as business owners, we get so wrapped up in, oh my gosh, everything I say and do should have a purpose to sell. When sometimes we forget that innate human nature is to want to connect. And at the end of the day, like people who connect with you better are more likely to buy from you. A couple days ago, I was like, oh, I need to invest in this new thing for my business. I know this person off of Instagram who I've talked to, connected really well with them. I know they do that. Great. Inquired, signed, deposits two days later because I'm like, I already connected with that person. And yep. so, you know, I, I think, did I ask her at all about the service she provided? I mean, yeah, I put some feelers out and she was well recommended, but it was like, I already connected with that person in a way that I was like, I know I like you as a human being and a person. And I think the way that really the online business world is going right now and just business in general is like there is a huge like value prop in supporting people, products, businesses that you align with. Like we've even seen this in the world where people are like, oh, this business is doing this. I'm not that I'm a proponent of like cancel culture, but looking at people who don't support the way that businesses act or do things, they are drawn away from them. So sharing a little bit about us and our connection, I think I shared this on a, a previous episode, but 
my the company that I hired to do my cleaning for my house, they put a little snippet on our, their website. We believe our employees should be W-2 employees with benefits. And I was like, I don't care what your price is. I resonate with that. And yeah. I believe in this. So let's work together. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's such a misunderstood thing that like we think the selling process is just about delivering that value. But nine times out of 10, what do they say? It's not what you know, it's who you know. Developing those relationships ahead of time is is so powerful. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's about like building a personal brand as well and knowing what your own values and what your own mission is and your purpose is in, in your business and then sharing that, not this is my mission, but just <laughs> sharing it in the way, in the content you put out and the way you speak and the way you present your brand, your personal brand is it that comes across. Then that message is received on the other end. And that is who that you then want to work with because that person, oh, she does, she cares about this or she's driven by this or she values W-2 employees. Absolutely. I want to work with her. It's all about that. And I think we, when, I think there's been a shift in that recently when in the high, in the buying and hiring process, we want to know more about the person we who were, or the company that what we're buying into, what does she stand for? What is she a leader? Mm-hmm. What is her thought process on XYZ. Oh, okay. I have a similar value system, a similar purpose in life. I would like to connect with her and partner with her because we're on the same page. I think it's way more about a deeper buy now than, oh, how much is it? Okay. I'm in. Like we want to know who we're buying from, not just what we're buying. And I think at the end of the day, for all of us, that will result in better relationships. If you're like, you're still such a business-minded person. You're saying, okay, but what's in it for me? Okay, better clients. Like more aligned clients who are going to know you, who are going to respect you. Specifically, I've seen this a lot on the front of like boundaries. If you're very clear about in your stories, like for me, I always take Wednesdays off. I go horse riding Wednesday morning. I don't know. It's a fun thing I like to do. And you know, when clients see, potential clients see that, hey, I'm out of office Wednesday morning, you won't get a response from me. They know that and they're okay with that versus Mm -hmm. clients who may expect somebody who is similar to the nine to five world where you're going to be on nine to five and six, seven, eight Mm -hmm. and available for them. And so I definitely agree. I've seen that be something that brings in, you know, great clients too. Yeah. Yeah. And I would guess that the clients who know that about you will also hear, oh, she's not into the hustle culture. She's, she cares about herself and her self-care. Like, I think that would resonate with people as well. Oh, she's not go, 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 go. She actually takes time for herself. I want to do the same. <laughs> Let's right. really work together. So, it's, and it's knowing just that little detail. See, that's a story right there. Knowing that little behind the scenes that has absolutely nothing to do with your business, but it does have something to do with your business. It shows your boundaries. It shows what you value in your life, not just your business. And it's important to share with your audience and potential clients. Yeah. 
Amazing. Well, Courtney, this has been so enlightening. I already have so many ideas for myself and I really appreciate your time. Before we close out, is there anything else that we maybe skipped over that you want our listeners to absolutely know after this episode? Yeah. Yeah. Just the the messaging is extremely, it's my thing, messaging and storytelling. And I am launching a messaging mastermind around that. I have, I've been doing a messaging VIP day type thing and it's more, it's 30 days. It's not just one day. And I, the first thing I noticed, I was like, this isn't enough time. (laughs) So now I'm creating this messaging mastermind well, where it will be a more time and we work together to really build that personal brand and craft that messaging. And I get in there, dig my hands in into your own messaging and your writing, and I'm kicking that off in January, but I'm enrolling for it all the time. So definitely look for that link in the show notes for sure. Or connect with me on Instagram too. Yeah, I was going to say, people do want to find you this class if they want to work with you in any way. Where can they do that? Yeah, I am the Courtney Elko on Instagram. That's that's my spot. That's where I hang out the most. You'll see dogs and coaching and stuff. (laughs) So yeah, maybe maybe another pregnant fish if we're lucky. (laughs) Do it for the plot, Courtney. Yeah. (laughs) Amazing. Well, thank you so much for spending time with us today. I have learned so much and I know our listeners have. To our listeners, if you want to connect with Courtney, be sure to click the show notes below and also let us know. What do you think of these episodes? What do you want to see next? We are here to serve you. So thank you so much, everyone, for listening today and we will see you next week. (laughs) 